Hey, Tim. Hey, Mike. Did you play any games today? That's good. Yeah. It's good. Nothing You're... different. Nothing different? Mm-hmm. You playing video games? You know what? No. I have. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing Dark Souls, <laughs> but I also stopped again. Um, I'm proud of you. Well, no, no, you no, no, no. Don't be proud. I got further and oh. all that. You know, I don't want to talk about it. But I started <laughs> watching um, like Berserk, an anime that's like basically hugely influential and like a lot of dark souls is based on that visually you know and whatever that's kind of where my video game like energy has been going lately what about you man i just got into hades oh dude controversial opinion fuck that game really how come i never played it (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so... So you're not allowed to have an opinion. That's fair, but I kind of am. So the games before that, that that company had made were Bastion and Transistor, correct? Yeah. Both of those games... Why don't you, like, can you do, like, a a real sexy, like, uh, you know, like, a a real poppy... Can you just break it down for the the dum-dums at home? (laughs) All three of these games? Well, just, like, Um, something. Just a little something. (laughs) Well, um, yeah, Bastion, like, they're all basically, like, top-down um, platformer beat-em-ups kind of thing where you just run around and attack shit to various degrees. Um, Bastion was, like, the first one that they did, and the, and uh, I really liked it. I thought it was really pretty and um, Yeah, also pretty much fun. bullshit. Everyone, sorry, I just really wanted to say that. It was fun. It's great. Well, okay, I don't know what's wrong with me. So many things, Mike, so many things. Where do you want to begin? Well, I think it begins, hold on, before we go there. (laughs) Bastion, let's finish this. Let's let's sew this up. I don't know. Maybe it's kind of the, like, the hipster in me that's like, oh, now everyone, everyone likes this, so I can't like it. Or maybe it's that, or maybe it's just not scratching my itch. Something about it just doesn't click with me. I don't know. I, I didn't hmm. think that, like, the narration, right? There was, like, a gravelly voice guy, and he was like... The narration, yeah. That threw me off, like... and I think that was a big selling point at the time I played it. Someone was like, yeah, the story's great. Listen to this guy talk. I mean, I do remember liking this story. I don't remember what it is. <laughs> That's the best um, story. I was, like, really struggling just now to, like, remember exactly what that game is about. And I can't tell you. But I had a good time playing it. So yeah. the new one, Hades, what, just Roman right. stuff? It's Greek. Greek. Greek? Well, the Romans yeah. won in the end, didn't they? Uh, in, in the end? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the end, the Romans got broken down in the Italians. Um, but 
it ultimately, uh, like, really, honestly, is this the game Greeks made in won? Italy or what, dude? The the Greeks totally won because nobody remembers the Roman gods, you know, right? To the point where we don't even know why the planet Jupiter is named that. And I but had to we, learn it in school. If we called it Zeus, then we'd fucking know exactly where it's coming from. On paper, Zeus the planet, great name. I don't want to call Jupiter Zeus though. Thoughts? I mean, no, absolutely not. But like, you know, there's an alternate wor- you know, universe where like the two got flipped. Well, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> flip this thought pancake in your mind, Tim. I can't. The Greeks were freaky, right? They loved sex. They did. And I just want to talk sex with you today, Tim. Wow. Talking about sex, baby. Video games, right? We love them. Some of them are kind of horny. You know, I figured it'd be fun to talk about the horny stuff with you. Mm. Are you down? Do you consent? Yeah, let's get erotic. Sock it to me. Sock it to me. Um, All right, Tim. Give it to me, baby. Well, I guess, you know, know, I'm going to have to open up, right? Because I'm the one who's doing this. I'm bringing bringing up the sex stuff. So I'm going to have to bring it up. Talk to me about your sexy games, Mike. You know, in my life. I I always had games and movies and stuff that uh, I was not allowed to watch because, you know, my parents, well, more so my mom was strict about the content I ingested. But, Mm -hmm. you know, video games were kind of a foreign thing. Like she used to look at um, movie reviews, you know, to to see if I would be able to watch a movie. (laughs) But video game (laughs) reviews was more niche, you know, like... Mm -hmm. You could you could find it, but like that was what I was reading. I was reading like PlayStation magazine. The point mm-hmm. is, I think some sexy stuff, not pornographic, because they did have the rating system, but some kind of stuff. Ooh, I just thought of another one. Slipped under the radar. I've I've been thinking of notes. I watched a lot of weird YouTube videos today to <laughs> to research. <laughs> I watched the top ten sex scenes in video games. Ooh. I was going to start... Okay, let's flip a coin, Tim. You want to start <laughs> with you as a young budding boy and your hormones bursting at the pixels? Hey, man. You were just about to get into it. Don't, don't like... I'm putting it out. on you now. That's not... You didn't even say anything. You're right. Okay, fine. You win. Okay, so let's you talk. You set up everything. Like, yeah, man, we were kids and there was a rating system. Like, You're right. You're right. Get personal. When you're right, you're deep. right. So stuff, okay. It's either I could go with Tomb Raider or I could go with Duke Nukem. Go with Tomb Raider because I have some thoughts on that one too. Great. I hope this goes well. (laughs) Tomb Raider 2 was the Tomb Raider that I played the most. Oh my God. Yeah. Basically, I was about seven at that time, or I don't know when it came out. Uh, I was born in 1990. So do the math, listeners. Mm -hmm. You will because you're interested um <laughs> i was a kid and i think she's boobs right let's just say boobs boobs, boobs. laura croft boobs. a big selling point were those yeah. those boobs of hers um yep. so as Six-sided a sided boobs yeah the best kind <laughs> you know what there should be like as a style thing bras that are like cubes i mean we got the cones you know yeah what's up with the From other like, shapes yeah let's get i can't imagine it's wild. comfortable Back to Tomb Raider, because that's really <laughs> what's important. Um, you you had some thoughts. Oh, okay. All I was going to say about okay. Tomb Raider 2 was that 
it was probably the first time I was like, what's going on here? Like, this is my budding mind was introduced to, I think, sexuality in in that moment. Maybe one of the first I was I had to be like seven. No. Yeah. Tomb Raider 2. I remember the house I was in. It came out in 97. Okay, I was seven. So that means what? You were eight, nine? I was nearly 10. So you were nine. Um, I was nine. Yeah, don't try to age you up, dude. You were nine. You were in the, the single digits with me, dude. I just looked it up, and it came out November of, of 97. So I was like nine and change, and I'm pretty sure that I got that. I don't know if I actually got that the year it came out because I remember playing a demo of it first and then getting it. So but I definitely, you know, I was I was 10 when I played Tomb Raider 2. So you had something about Tomb Raider. All I was going to say is that was something I noticed. That was like your first sexual stirrings, huh? Maybe not the first stirrings. I do. Okay, I said Duke Nukem before, right? Oh, yeah. In Duke Nukem 3D, you can tip strippers and they show you their, you know, their boobs. And Whoa. But they have like tassels on them. That was probably the other thing. That was the other thing. Those were the two probably early ones for me. So Tomb Raider 2. I was six. Uh, <laughs> you were six looking at tits. Well, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's cool. <laughs> but your parents were strict somehow. Um, that was my dad's fault. You know, he, <laughs> it was his he fault. got yeah, that I, game yep, and got um, also Doom, which was the game that yeah. freaked me out. You know, right. if we're, you know, horror, that was a, a game for me that was, you know, very scary. I had nightmares about it. We'll get there. We'll I didn't get have there, booby man. nightmares, but I had doom nightmares. It's not time to transition to that yet. Dude, I'm just putting you know? the seeds out. Patience, Mike. Patience. I'm a pretty patient guy. Um, so the thing about Tomb Raider 2 for me is like I have a very interesting story that is very interesting, and it's so interesting. Wait, is this an interesting, interesting story? No, it's boring as fuck. Okay. Um, my mom was was the person who got me my PlayStation and she controlled the games that I played pretty tightly and like wouldn't like when I was not like a teen, like she wouldn't buy teen games, but at some point, like sometime after Tomb Raider two came out, I might, it might have been like a greatest hits at that point. Mm. She somehow relented and bought me a T-rated game, I think because it didn't have any magic. And that was her like big thing. And I wasn't crazy about like, Ooh, Lara Croft is so sexy. Like that wasn't my approach to that game. (laughs) Right. I, I played that game and enjoyed it. And like, I also read the magazines and all of the magazines were like, Lara Croft is so hot. And I was just sort of like, which is so weird. Again, she has, her boobs have six sides and, and they're planar. <laughs> but like, even so, it's like it's like and her face is like one shape with <laughs> colors drawn onto it. But that's like, the thing, drawn, right? 
it's like there was a sensationalization about her, like such objectification as if she was like a real person. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it a was video really game. Weird. It was very strange. Like theoretically, like yeah. anybody could make that. I don't know what I don't know. Like it's just yeah. it's weird. But that was like a thing yeah. in the nineties, I guess. Yeah, I I mean I think everybody was like really excited about like, you know, a three D sexy lady. I don't I don't know. You could finally that. fuck a video like, game. So I was playing the game and I was perfectly happy with it. Um, By the way, great game. Yeah. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) Good interjection. Um, So I played this game and I was having a great time with it. Um, But I was also like a dumb little kid. And so I also got um, the strategy guide so I could like find all the secrets and crap. Right. Yeah. and like learn how to play the game. So my mom t- brought me to church because sure. that's who she was. Um, my dad raised me an atheist, uh, but she brought me to church. And so I went to church one day with the walkthrough because oh. I wanted to like see what the fuck was going on. And somebody like saw the thing and was just like, that's sexualized. He's being exposed to sex. And then she took the game away oh. forever. But she hid it in a, in like the one hiding spot that she had that I absolutely knew about. And so played that game. Still? I still did, but I don't think I ever beat it because I didn't have the fucking strategy cut it and just needed that. past the certain point. <laughs> Yeah, you know, at a certain point, I just kind of stopped, you know? I was, I think I was more complacent with that as a kid. There was so much shit coming out. I mean, a Tomb Raider movie came out, even, at that point. Yeah. Angelina Jolie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What a star. <laughs> that movie was pretty lame. I thought like, it was great. Had it on VHS. Look at you with the VHS. Um, See, I wasn't, like, I don't know. I don't know why. I, I feel like Lara Croft hasn't like done anything lately and i i yeah what has she done what has she been but up to i think i think it might have to be with the way that she was so over sexualized you know right everybody running around being like this is the hottest thing in the world and i like I think that may have been like what 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 is what's the deal with this well you know you know they did remake it. You know, I'm just thinking where what happened with Lara Croft is it got remade, uh, right? And did you play any of those? Yeah. No, I never did, but I kind of want to. They, I played some of the first reboot or with my cousin, or maybe I just watched him play. But he had like an obsession with that game because it's just like very good, you know. Uh, it's, it's seen, a good game. Yeah, it seems like kind of like inspired. It's like a post Uncharted world. Those dum dums out I mean, there, or you know, Uncharted's Uncharted a video is, game. Uncharted uh, is basically Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider, but with more shooty shooty and a dude. And it's a dude. Yeah, yeah. The reboot of Tomb Raider. Um, I know they like purposefully went to a length to not like to reinvent the character as not some like you know, sexualized character. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I enjoy that.
do you remember going to newgrounds.com? Holy shit, that's on the list. It's in the list <laughs> right it's here. I'm list. looking at a big Fucking, like a doc that yes. says horny in bold letters. <laughs> and one of the objects on this list is Newgrounds sex games. Newgrounds sex games. That was a fucking thing. So, newgrounds.com, Tim? Basically just like a magical playground of flash animation in gaming where like just you could just find like some of the weirdest shit that yes. people were doing in flash very much appealing like exclusively to like early teenagers yes including um, me at that time and like, very much including me i think like i played i went home after school and played Newgrounds like pretty much constantly yeah so like they had legitimate like, like you know like i guess indie game developers yeah. like putting shit on there and who is to yeah. say that sex games are not <laughs> legitimate you know there was definitely a new grounds after dark right like its own you tab know? i just remember playing <laughs> yeah. like uh like it was really multi-genre because it was like i remember playing like puzzle games where it's like complete the puzzle and you know it's a dirty yeah, pick a or like a, yeah. dating Sims, which like is a whole thing. Oh yeah. I'm so ready to get into dating Sims. Yeah. In the moment. I got like nine <laughs> tabs ready for this. Oh my God. I've got so many things I want to say about that shit. Well, anyway. I think that's where it started for me in terms of dating Sims. I mean, not that I'm like a yeah. huge dating Sim nerd, but I do enjoy them and I do play them. But I think that, like, they've been, like, kind of subverting them has been very trendy lately, you know? Yeah. Um, Like, even KFC, you know, did a dating sim. I know. I know. My company did a dating sim. It's called P-Suite. It's really good. (laughs) Download it. Um, Yeah, no, dating sims are, like, they're really easy things to make, which is, I think, why they were so, like, just readily available on Newgrounds. Right. Um. Because like the, the if, if you haven't played one of them, which is what we're talking about, generally speaking, it's just like kind of an image, like a, a nice illustration, like a detailed illustration of a person and several like emotions. They also call them like visual novels a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of just text that changes on the bottom. And, you know, you, you have different mm-hmm. options and responses that you could say to them when you have conversations and then yeah. you could potentially, you know, uh, date them. And depending yeah, on who's making the game, that can look pretty different. Yeah, for sure. The ones that I played on Newgrounds were basically just excuses to look at like pictures porn. of naked Yeah, women. Yeah, like that's basically what that, were, that was. But like they get pretty deep. And like, yeah, I mean, some of my, some, some of my favorite games in recent memory... Uh, are like kind of dating Persona 5 or Persona 5 which is a game that does make me horny at times wow this guy with his fucking human body see I think what it is the thing I mean Persona 5 though like I don't think the dating aspect of it is like that sexy to me though I think it's more like it's kind of a puzzle like Like, I was going to say more like the the sexy drawings of of people you know well the ones that are just like ooh so you're saying like the characters that you're more attracted to like their art yeah just like the sort of renditions of them like persona 5 
in particular has uh has um this character named on who's like a i know who that know, is yeah cheerleader kind of character you know and she's like her like her like so in persona there's like it's about kids like high school kids who like <laughs> go into an which this so it sounds terrible no no like, it's not i'm, I'm just close laughing to at attracted you yes. to this um, it's like that porn that's like, oh man, I can't believe we're only 18 right now. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> it's definitely, um, Persona can be kind of creepy sometimes. It can be kind of creepy And it's definitely not like, in good taste sometimes, like in terms of yeah. just like representations of people. Yeah, so these kids go into this other like dimension to fight evil, and when they go into this other dimension, they ha- like they change outfits, and this character on changes into like a sexy cat outfit and you know what it's sexy i don't give a shit it's it's fucking erotic you heard it first yeah erotic tim i'm gonna unlock a memory you just got the achievement right now you unlocked (laughs) the michael's sexy memory back when i was in high school uh there was this game it was a wrestling game you know i thought it was sexy well not the, the like the sexy girl wrestlers that were like I knew that I had crushes on in real life, you know. You could like wear bathing uh-huh. suits and stuff. So you unlocked that, and I I looked at it. That's it. End of story. Moving That's, on. All right. Nothing That's else great. to see here. That's great. What do you find sexy about the Persona games? Well, um, I think it's the exclusivity. You know, the exclusivity. I guess. Okay, that's a weird word to say. Um. What I mean to say is the puzzle solving thing, right? It's like, like I said that talking, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's like they make dating, which you could even get meta with it with the gamification of dating, but they make dating a game in this video game, right? So it's like, well, pick the right things to say, and then you could further a relationship with this character, right? I mean, you know, the game is like it is that is just like the thing that I find interesting about Persona 5 is that it's an RPG and a dating sim at the same fucking time in yeah. ways that sort of cross over with one another. Honestly, listeners out there, if any of this sounds cool or good, you should play Persona 5. Uh there's it's a lot a really of like good game. there's a lot of Beyond turn-based RPG combat which is like it's very good and uses all yeah. this like mythical uh, mythologies, I guess. Yeah. All across it's, the globe. It's really nice. It's maybe the most fun turn-based RPG combat that exists, I think. Yeah. I think. So I like it the most. I guess um, going back <laughs> on to like, the sexiness for me in Persona 5 mm-hmm. is seeing that side, like the, the thrill of the date, I guess. Because it's like mm-hmm. in Persona 5, you can literally date, like, I guess they changed it maybe in Royale, where it's like, like in terms of like you're a male protagonist dating only females is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Yeah. I wanted to get it on with some of the dudes in there. You know? Yeah. Also, I have a counterpoint for dating sims with daddy, dream daddy dating. Have you, have you played this? What is dream daddy? So it's like all dads dating sim. 
<laughs> it's on. It's on. Steam. Dads dating dads. Dads dating dads, but it's a. This sounds like a like a Tim and Eric sketch that I'm remembering right now. Well, it's real. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, it's it's like apparently really good. Uh, and it's also as much about dating as about dadding. I haven't played it. I know you haven't, because you just said so. But you know, I'm learning about this right now. You know, this is just another example of like uh, how this genre we're talking about is absolutely like, I'd say dated. And there's, it's in poor taste, I think almost because, you know, like it's just sexualizing women, not much more to it. Not, 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 not like I think the conversations and the character building and the world building is, it can be very good. But at the end of the day, it's like try to get laid the game, right? Um, yeah. and it's good to it's s- weird. It's good to see that people are trying to, like I said, subvert this genre in a way mm. that because the, the genre is good. Like I said, there's great storytelling and great character arcs and stuff. But mm. you know, why not make it about fried chicken? You know, like <laughs> like KFC did with because they made like a promotional game, yeah. or you know, you know, all male characters or whatever, or Doki Doki well, Literature Club. God damn it, Mike! I was just about to bring that up. So pow, pow, pow. I knew you would probably Kablow. bring that up. Oh, I would love. And it's the perfect transition to it. too. It oh, it so fucking is. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club. Uh, I really fucking enjoyed because dating it, sim. Like, yes, it is a dating sim. Um, and like on the surface, it is just kind of like a normal dating sim. And I think what so I think one of like the most toxic points of um, dating Sims, they, they instill this weird idea that if like you say the right things then you will be able to win this person's heart forever. And it's like, right. This simple. And it's all about like this, like special kind of like, it's like that scene in groundhog's I'm, day when he just goes back to say this, the perfect thing over and over again so that he could get laid. Yeah. It's like Pretty that much, but a vi- that's like what dating Sims kind of are. If you replay them. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, and they just like kind of like foster unhealthy ideas of relationships in general. And Doki Doki literature club starts out as just like a typical one of these where it's like, here are a bunch of girls who you can choose to date and have fun with. And like, Oh, aren't they cute? And you know, all of the interaction is kind of vapid. Um, and then like you hit a point where your friend who has introduced you to all of these dateable characters, um, reveals that not only has she like had a crush on you for a while, but she's also like dealing with serious depression especially about that. And then the, day after she reveals this to you she hangs herself and then it just gets completely fucking insane and there there's a lot of stuff with like self-harm and mutilation um and it's fucking terrifying so it's funny because i've played it only before everything's gone crazy Wait, what? 
You haven't played through it? <laughs> no, not yet. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm like before it all goes wild, yeah. It takes five hours, Mike. Oh, my God. It's so... Fr- oh, this I is know. So, so frustrating. The thing that, like, really, like, that, like, really broke down just how unhealthy dating sims are in this game um, is uh, it gets, like, really weird. Like, basically, your friend um, kills herself, and right. then you're forced to start the game over again, except she's not Okay, wait. I got game. to that part. She's not part of the game anymore. She's been taken out of the game. Okay, I got there. This is super familiar because then there's like glitches also. Spoiler oh, yeah. alert. There's ton of, tons of glitches because the idea is that, I mean, I don't want to like completely spoil Yeah, shush, spoil this shush game. now. I don't want to completely spoil this game. Um, I just want to spoil it a little bit. Yeah. Um, so when you boot it up again and you go after this one character, she becomes like you, you're, you're when you say go after, you mean her. like try to bang? Huh? Yes, you're trying to, you're trying to smash, try, try and do that, smashing and banging at the same time. That's a swag. Thing. God, what a good video. Um, anyway, digression. Um, so, so you, you go after this one character and like you say all the right things and she's responding and she's like, Ooh, I love you. And she's just like, I want to spend all of my time with you. Um, and, and you're like, aha, I, I'm winning this game. I'm dating this girl. Everything is so nice. And then like one of her friends is like, yo, she's being really unhealthy and she's been like cutting herself and, uh, because she gets so excited when she's around you. Like it's, it's really bad. Like you need to like calm her down. And regardless of what you do, like whether you like keep going or, like, or break it off when you can, conf- when you like kind of confront her about it, she takes out a knife and stabs herself in the chest. Oh my fucking God. Yeah. And, and this happens, it happens on like, a Friday at school and your character spends the whole weekend just staring at her dead body in the middle of this classroom. So that's like speed up time. It's fucked up. And then it gets even creepier and clingier and is just, it. it's absolutely terrible. So this falls in. It's funny because in steam, uh, Doki Doki Literature Club falls under both psychological horror and uh, dating sim, which is like I think just obviously genius that it has that crazy fucking crossover. Yeah, but we've we've been talking a little bit about dating sim. I think we've crossed over, maybe. We've crossed, broken on through to the other side. And I guess just wanted to circle back to how we kind of started with the dating stuff in gaming with with horror in gaming and um you know there's there's so many scary games <laughs> that uh spooky that i don't whoa, dude, whoa, 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 whoa. dude not cool but um cool. do you play a lot of scary games you know what i really wanted to shush shut up don't you answer me tim how dare you um do you remember playing that me. vr game at your house Easy brought yes. it over. Yes. 
So this was that like buddy easy brought over. One of our friends had like what? Like a like It was an Oculus. It was like an early kickstarted arc Oculus, right? Yes. Yeah, so like, he just had like a couple games. Money. He had like a, a roller coaster sim and then one of them was yes. just like a horror game and that Yes. And that was fucking scary, dude. It really was. Just something something about well, I guess it it's when your whole field of vision is encompassed by yeah. what's in the game, you you really have no escape to like look off screen like what was so scary was that another thing with the VR is when you move your head, it has the head tracking. So it's like where you look left, that's where the camera looks. Where in a game, you have a stick where you have to like guide the camera. So when you're playing this scary game and you're like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, I'm scared. You're like creeping around a corner and it's like real life. Like you're barely getting a little glimpse of what's around the corner because you're so scared. That's kind of one of the most uh, scary moments for me in a game. Yeah. The, the other one was probably PT. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> PT being free nerds or non-nerds, really. The dum-dums is uh, whatever. I'm sorry, guys. You didn't deserve that. <laughs> you just don't like video games and you're supporting and you're like, I want to learn. Anyway, so PT was this uh, basically it was released on the PlayStation like digital store and it was a demo for an upcoming game by this really uh, outside-the-box thinking game developer who made other really great games. And uh, this game turned out to be... It was a demo, but it turned out to be revealed at the end of the demo that it was going to be the remake of Silent Hill, which is like in a very famous uh, survival horror game for PlayStation 1. So it was like a fucking big deal. The thing is, though, there was some drama in, involving Hideo Kojima, who was the director of that game, the, the guy who I just said. And um, he got booted off the, not the label, but the company. So then that project got kind of nowhere. It got canceled. So you could still, yeah. it was only a demo on your PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And I still have mine on my PlayStation 4. Haha. Uh, yeah. And that's like the only way you could have time. it. Uh, if you doesn't just, exist anymore, if you just still have it on your system, but that for me was very scary. And it, you know, something I noticed today, Tim, I wanted to bring up, which I is the first persification of, uh, horror games, because now that I'm even talking about it, it's a remake of silent Hill, right? Or it was supposed to be. Yeah. And Silent Hill was a third-person game, so that, mm-hmm. you know, you, like, you see the camera behind the character, and this one, it was mm-hmm. from the character's point of view. And I noticed also that that kind of started around, there was this game, Amnesia the Dark Descent. At least that's the first time I remember seeing, like, first-person horror games. Right, I've been meaning to play that. And it's just, like, this psychological horror game. It's like, if you ever played, it's a weird, weird throwback, but, like, Mist, right? It's like... Uh, like a, an old school game where it's first person. There's just kind of like puzzles and you walk around like very atmospheric settings, except like this is horror. And it's just like, I think kind of like Victorianish, maybe, uh, maybe the wrong word, you know, who cares? But after that, I noticed pretty much all horror games were first person. Whereas in the nineties or, you know, whatever, early two thousands, it was a lot of like behind the back cameras, like, mm-hmm. you know, like resident evil, but even resident evil went first person, you know? Yeah, I did. I never, the thing is, like, I I don't think I ever played a Resident Evil game or a Silent Hill game. So I, like, never any of them? Never. 
I, I played the third uh, Resident Evil, and then like the fifth one. And I know the the fifth one is like hated on. The fourth one mm-hmm. is like the another classic. Mm-hmm. But have you played any other survival horror type games? Um, see, this is the thing. It's like I'm not really quite sure that I have. Um, That's crazy to me, actually. I, f- I have mean, you like, played Dead Space? Nope. Neither have I. I hear great things about it, and I, 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 I know that I should. I think like maybe the closest I got, like in in recent memory. Um, was like control. Did you I play haven't control? played control, but I heard great things. Control is is a great game, fucking great game. It's super fun. It's you know basically about paranormal government agency um, kind of shit. Right. Um, and you have a bunch of paranormal powers, and um, and you fight a bunch of like weird possessed enemies. And, like, it's kind of scary in the sense that, like, you know, a lot of the monsters are scary, do scary things, and, like, pop out at you. Um, But, like, I feel like the level of horror that I felt in a game like that, and, you know, general, like, I guess sort of, like, survival games, is just, like, knowing that you're going into a, a place in this game, like, in a room or whatever, that something horrible is just going to approach you and it's going to be awful and it's going to scream at you and it's going to throw shit at you. And there's going to be a lot of fucking difficulty. And and it's just like scared of of, uh, not right now. Are you scared of scary movies? No, I mean like, or do you like them at all? I guess. I mean, I'll fuck with some scary movies, but like, I don't get like super terrified. I get more terrified with like like the very psychological ones, like fucking like uh, like a, an inconvenient truth. I don't. <laughs> it's, not, it's the Al Gore no. documentary on global warming. No, okay. no, but that is it's a psychological scary horror. Ex- yeah. exist- that's a that's existentially scary. Um, but um, no, what's uh, like um, uh, what was that um, movie before? That was uh, the guy who Ghostbusters. Made Ghostbusters is the scariest movie I've ever seen. Um, but who was the, the guy who made Midsummer? What was his the movie? Oh, he Hereditary. Hereditary. Ari Aster. So most of that movie doesn't scare me really. Right. But like, there is a for people who haven't seen it, there is a moment where. Um, a child is is going into anaphylactic shock and her brother is like speeding like down this like remote desert highway kind of thing and she puts her head out of the window for air and her head smashes into a telephone pole and her head just goes flying off and there's like she called a spoiler cast Spoiler cast. Um, Tim ruins I mean, that's every. Just, sorry, that's dude. the that's the inciting incident. Um, you know, it so is that's true. Like, that's like that happens in the, like the first twenty minutes, and like you sort of know that this kid is doomed from like the jump. So I didn't spoil shit for you. Well, um, but, that's fine. 
I just want to apologize <laughs> to everyone who's crying out there listening to this because they were waiting for the perfect, excuse me, perfect moment to watch Hereditary, but now they uh, can't. Is is no perfect moment. Um, but so there's like so after after the hid, the the kid's head gets smashed off, the brother like screeches to a halt. And there's a scene that feels like it lasted fucking forever where he's just like processing or trying to process what has just happened. And it was, that was one of the scariest things I've ever the kid trying to process it all is just like the amount of emotional trauma. I feel that that is happening. Cause that's like, I can relate to that a little more yeah. than I can relate to like uh, a some spooky stabbing me in the chest, you know? Yeah, like pop out horror, like that's fun, but it's not like scary, you know? It's just like, it ooh, something's gonna pop out at me. Ah, it popped out. Wow. Well, that the was game PT cool. that we were just talking about that had like kind of a jump scare that scared the fuck out of me. Uh, so I do think jump scares are cheap. But we all like a little cheap thrill. Am I right? Am I right? Am I right? I think like one jump scare is okay. Yeah. But when you build a whole like, it's kind of like, ah, fuck you guys. Oh my God. Is it weird if I like don't consider like a jump scare to be like, to be a thing that horror is based on? I don't think it should be. Like I, I like, I don't qualify i don't know i don't don't think that's horror i don't think you could be like scared of jump scares horror to me is like when i saw nightmare in elm street and i was scared to go to sleep you know it's like (laughs) that's horror or you know the shining or you know just like ghosts even you know like when you're just legitimately like up and you're like Mm -hmm. i'm afraid i think that's horror and things that incite that emotion are art you know for me the art that does it more for me i think is gaming um i've been more afraid during video games i think than i've really realistically been during movies and that makes sense my theory is immersed in it exactly that's my theory is that I can't true like I'm not even in control. So how could I really be scared of this movie? Whereas mm-hmm. if I'm playing a game, it's like I could prevent me from dying. Obviously not real life death, but it's like mm-hmm. there are consequences to my mistakes in a mm-hmm. horror game. Did you play did you did you you didn't even play the remakes of the the Resident Evils? No, man. I really was, wanted to. They, was, I, did you download PS them? Plus, PS Plus gave away the first, the remake of the first Resident Evil. Yeah, and the third. It, and I was super pumped to play the first Resident Evil, and then I just never the fuck did. And I, I know that it's something that I need to do. And well, maybe eventually when I'm an old man on my deathbed. They'll probably have another remake Resident by then. You should play that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, figure it out. Moving forward, just like... In the horror space, you already see these games gravitating towards first person. And what we both played, that like VR horror game, that was like some early shit. There's already been other VR horror games or horror, just games that have been, uh, whatever it's called, made into VR versions, you know? Like, mm-hmm. not that Doom 3 is a horror game, but I used to play it like it was. And I know there's a horror, there's a 
fucking VR version of that. But the point is, I think VR is niche, is a, mm-hmm. is a niche technology, but things where like immersion and uh, atmosphere are completely important, uh, like horror or even romance, I think VR is the place, you know? But I have seen some like cringy clips of VR pretty much just like creepy games, VR games. I don't even, I don't want to talk about them, but just, uh, talk about them. I don't know. It's like, like you were saying, it's just like, there's like a, again, I don't want to talk about it, but there's like a girl in your room and you're just kind of like a VR, like you have VR, not control of the room, but you could just kind of like do and like look around all you want. You know, it's like, you can't necessarily Hmm. interact, but it's like, you could oogle her if you wanted to. And it's like super creepy. I don't know that that's the direction I want things necessarily to go in, but I do think with VR gaming, even taking it back from romance, just RPGs in general could really benefit if when you have this locked in perspective where it's like, even if you're picking language or, uh, you know, response options in a menu, but you're in a VR headset, I think it probably would have so much more of an impact. And I don't know. I don't. I don't know which to address. If I should address VR with horror or VR with you have to do it in a rant sims. and hit both. Oh shit! I don't know. Um, I mean, I definitely feel like like horror games would absolutely benefit um, from VR. I think that like yeah, feeling like something could sneak up on you, like kind of almost. Almost virtually, literally. Right. Um, And like, you know, maybe see it out of the corner of your eye. And like, it's, I mean, the thing about VR is like, it is just, it's the thing about it is it's immersive. So it's going to immerse you more in whatever it is, in whatever you're, you know, doing in it. You Mm. know, I don't know about like VR dating Sims though. And, like, sort of just, like, thinking about that made me think about, like, the existence of, like, VR porn. Yeah. Which is a thing that I Definitely. scroll past in Pornhub I've, every now and again. Well, I was wondering like, if we were oh, going to wow, get here. That's a thing that exists. I've watched a, tr- a VR porn trailer in VR. But it wasn't, like, real. It was, like, Google Cardboard. Mm-hmm. It was stupid. It I, seems kind of dumb. It, I described it to my friend today. I said, it's like regular porn, but you have the option to look away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. I don't think that I don't think that I would that I would use a VR headset for porn. At least not it's, more it's than a, once. You're going to get caught. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing is like, you know. I don't see who could possibly be walking into the room, you know, and also has the potential to be very messy because I don't know where it's going. You know, Just like afterwards. horror games, right? That don't know is what's where happening. it becomes a horror game. Wow. Oh, maybe the maybe the game is um, jerk off and get caught simulator. And it's like a horror <laughs> dating game action, some arcade elements. I think that could be the winner. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> We've made a million dollars just off of this idea. Well, Tim, 
I love you. I love you too, Mike. All right. That's the end of our podcast. Um, Dunce cast with Samurai Banana. We you did. Know, if I had, too, if, baby. if I could have named it, I would have called it Samurai Nacast with uh, Dunce Cap, but I had no choice That's... in the matter. Um, <laughs> everyone like and subscribe. Do the things that people do to help support people like Tim or Samurai Banana. I don't know who Tim is or Mike. Who am I? Five stars it. Uh, thumbs up. Ring the, the notification bell. Tip right, me for coffee. Write a review. Pay, pay uh, Yelp to take down the bad reviews. <laughs> Visit our band camps. Um, also... Have a good night and play something fun. You enjoy yourself, okay? Seriously, though. Bye. I, 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 I think it's terrific. You know I know nothing about video games. I found what you just said, Rip. It's the Cabbages Podcast Network.